We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update with the stories, stats, headlines, and rumors people are talking about to get you caught up on all things regarding the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Rotating guests with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, presented by DraftKings, begins now. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome into today's KCS and Update. Super excited to be here to recap everything that you need to know and keep you up to date on what's going on with the Kansas City Chiefs team. First, let's go ahead and start off with the injury report. There were about five guys that missed practice for the Kansas City Chiefs on Wednesday. Nick Bolton was sick and was not at practice. John Ross was excused. Uh, Isaiah Moore, a knee injury. Kadarius Tony, a knee injury as well. And Tershawn Wharton, a knee injury. Now, not a surprise, Tershawn Wharton. Uh, now practicing, he is on the pup list, that physically unable to perform list. Cannot practice with the team quite yet, still working his way back. It's going to be really good to get Tershawn Wharton back into this defense. I'm very excited. But a little bit of a wrinkle came out after practice. That it, I did say John Ross had an excused absence from practice. Well, it's come out that he is retiring. The 2017 first-round pick is trying hanging it up the cleats as uh, he's placed, played a few days in training camp for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Mike Garofalo tweeted this out. Uh, on Wednesday, he said the Chiefs placed wide receiver John Ross on the reserve slash retired list, according to today's transaction wire. The record holder for the fastest 40-yard dash at the scouting combine, a 4.22, and number nine overall pick in 2017 has decided to retire. It was starting to look like he might have a path to the roster with Kadarius Tony and his knee injury. Obviously, as I mentioned, he didn't practice. He did have surgery, and he posted this update on Instagram where he said, Surgery went well. I'll be back like I never left. Posted a couple fun pictures on his Instagram as well. So, Kadarius Tony working on the rehab to get back. John Ross retiring. Um, so, we'll see how that wide receiver room shakes out. We got to hear from Richie James at the podium today. We got to hear from Matt Nagy as well at the podium. We'll hear what they had to say on the offensive side of the ball with that wide receiver room. Uh, but that's the big news of the day, the injury report uh, and John Ross retiring. Um, I don't. I, it kind of took me by surprise, I'll say. I didn't necessarily think that we would see him retire. Uh, I don't know if he saw a writing on the wall. Maybe he didn't think he was going to make the roster or something else came up that in, in his life that he'd rather take, uh, take advantage of. But uh, John Ross retiring, not something that I had on my Chiefs bingo card for uh, 2023. But 
Let's get into today's main event. Why you clicked on this podcast? We're going to the best of the podium since the Chiefs started training camp on Sunday, July the 23rd. We got you caught up on everything that you need to know going into the uh, off day that the Chiefs had here. But now let's let go back and listen to some of the best moments from the podium on Sunday. Coach Reed, Clark Hunt, Justin Reed, and Nick Bolden all stepped to the podium to talk with the media. First, I want to start with Clark Hunt. He talks about being back in St. Joe and brought up an interesting point that I hadn't thought about, that this is the first training camp for the Kansas City Chiefs back in St. Joe after a Super Bowl. If you remember, they won the Super Bowl, then COVID happened, they couldn't have St. Joe training camp. So now they're back in St. Joe, they're with the fans. Here's what Clark had to say. It's so exciting, and I think it's something that really benefits the team, uh, particularly the players, having the fans out here. It adds a, a level of energy uh, to, to the practices uh, that you don't get that. Uh, it's a very different environment, just thinking about the OTAs, um, you know, not having the fans there versus having the fans today. Uh, I think we're expecting maybe record crowds uh, this year, uh, certainly uh, with good justification coming, coming off the Super Bowl win. Uh, so it's great, great to be here and great to be able to share this with our amazing fan base. You guys already know the big story around this team is the wide receiver room. Andy Reid had some stuff to say about the wide receivers and some performances they saw from Rasheed Rice, Richie James, two big names. Here's what he had to say about those young wide receivers. Yeah, the young guy, the young receivers you're saying? Yeah. So um, liked what I saw there. Uh, caught the ball well. Uh, the, the retention, put a lot of stuff in in the OTA. So the retention uh, that we of the stuff that we've put in here now, yesterday um, I thought they handled it very well yeah Richie did a nice job he's familiar with the offense because he had Mike uh, Kafka and so he, uh, he didn't have to go through and learn everything here just maybe a few few new things and uh, uh, I like what I what I've seen from him he's a good football player has a great feel for things another guy getting a whole lot of praise Nick Bolton both Andy Reid and Justin Reid gave high praises of Nick Bolton here's what they had to say about him we're at the time now, like, this is, this is a prime for the Kansas City Chiefs kingdom, man. With the, with the talent that we have offensively and defensively, um, the veteran leadership along with the young guys coming in and playing really well, especially when we need them to, um, it's an all-time right, all high right now. And Nick is the leader of the defense in that. And the play calling, making checks, making calls. Um, everyone on the field has the utmost confidence that whatever Nick says, that's what we're going to do and execute. Yeah, in his own quiet way, he kind of has already done that. You know, I mean, I tell you that last year, uh, it was fun to watch that. Uh, he just jumped in, and he's a, he's a transmitter there. He's got to get the secondary right, the front right, the linebackers right, and he does that easy. I mean, it's a tribute to the University of Missouri, man. Nick Bolden also at the podium on Sunday. Here's what he had to say about being a leader and kind of growing into his role on this defense now coming into his third season. Yeah, I think last year I was still trying to uh, figure out uh, where I belonged at. Uh, again, I played a uh, will backer or outside backer uh, in college and in my first year here. So a lot, a lot of stuff is different, playing everything from outside in to going, going inside out. So there's a lot of stuff that's kind of like backwards uh, in your mind, and you got to kind of flip that. Um, and also just from um, communication point, trying to figure out what makes the guys most effective, whether it be like a, a saying a rock lucky or, or getting guys lined up with hand signals, signals and stuff like that. So I uh, usually learn a lot, man, and um, just trying to figure out what makes the guys around you most effective and then it kind of just helps you uh, lead the guys going forward. Now we know there's a ton of guys in that defensive backfield, Justin Reed being one of the guys who is kind of a main uh, leader of those. He talked about the, kind of the evolution of those second-year players and getting those young guys in there to, to see how they've kind of come along since OTAs and now the first day camp. 
I mean, I'm gonna start with the second year players. Uh, start with my partner in crime, Brian Cook. I mean, the guy is a, is a baller, um, very cerebral player. Um, probably the loudest communicator on the defense out of the DBs. And you know, you'd love to have that, a vocal guy who's confident in the back end. I mean, all the young guys, Trent McDuffie, Jalen, Jay Will, um, Nazi Johnson, all doing an amazing job. The young guys coming in, Isaiah, um, you know, Echo. They guys, you know, they have their ears wide open. They're humble, they're willing to learn. Um, SPAG's system is not easy, but they're willing to put in the work. And we have good veterans in the room that's willing to lead them along and teach them. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we get back, we'll hear from Steve Spagnuolo, Trent McDuffie, Travis Kelsey, and more. Make sure you stick around after this break. You're listening to KCS Update, presented by DraftKings. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Welcome back into KCS and Update. We are giving you the best moments from the podium uh, Chiefs, since tra- Chiefs training camp started on uh, Sunday with the day off today. I thought this would be a good time to get you caught up on everything that uh, happened at the podium, all the, all the key moments. So as I teased before the break, we've got Steve Spagnuolo. We have Trent McDuffie, Travis Kelsey, and Sky Moore stepping to the podium. They did on Monday Let's go ahead and start with Steve Spagnuolo. A really interesting point that Nick Bolton made in his Sunday press conference about um, where he wanted to be as a defense, kind of the metrics that they looked. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo was asked about this and kind of expanded more on uh, the defensive efficiency metric and how they want to rank in that category. And Nick Bolton said it was a very high goal of theirs as a unit to get up there in that defensive efficiency uh, metric. So here's what Steve Spagnuolo had to say about it. Listen, we're all prideful guys. I mean, we want every defensive player wants their unit to be noted for great defense. So I'm with Nick 100%. I don't get wrapped up too much in the numbers during the year, but at the end of the year, I mean, we're always going to evaluate what we were. And we talked about in the OTAs about where we've been defensively. Now, the one thing that's a little bit different, and I conveyed this to those guys, is you know, conventional NFL stats says number one defense in the NFL is the total yardage team. Uh, we don't really go down that road. To us, it's a defensive efficiency. There's nine categories to defensive efficiency. You guys have probably seen it before. Uh, and we want to be number one in 
the NFL in defensive efficiency, points allowed, third down, red zone, right? It's all the rankings in those particular categories. So I'm with Nick. Uh, I'd like us to climb up there. I'm not going to worry about that week to week, but at the end of the year, I'd like that to be the ultimate goal. Sticking with the defensive side of the ball here, let's go to Trent McDuffie. He's talking about the defense's attitude coming into this year. As Nick Bolton's kind of talked about on uh, Sunday, that kind of tired of being disrespected as a defense. This defense is kind of taking on a new attitude. Here's what Trent had to say. I think a big thing for us is just takeaways. Um, we know we got guys who can make plays. We can cover. We can play the zone. We can blitz the quarterback. But um, a big thing for us is just getting that ball back. And I know Spags talked a lot about attitude defense and 11 guys at the ball 24-7. I think that's something that this defense is really going to hone in on is just making sure we don't give up on any play. All right, let's get to the offensive side of the ball, the fun side of the ball for a lot of people. Travis Kelsey and Sky Moore at the podium representing the offense there. I want to start with Travis Kelsey and what he had to say about this Kansas City Chiefs team and the young talent that they have, kind of saying the time is now for this team. We've got a lot of young talent. Here's what he had to say. Man, I'm excited. I'm, so, I'm excited about every young guy that we got here, and it's there's no... You know, let's wait until this guy develops. These guys are ready right now. And you see him flying out there. Um, Rasheed had a bunch of great plays today. Noah Gray had a great day today. Um, Sky Moore had about three or four touchdowns and some great plays. So all the, in terms of the young talent we have here, it's just guys are ready to play because they're putting their, their, you know, their nose to the grind and, and just getting after it, man. They're just getting after it. One of those guys who's a big part of that young core on the offensive side of the ball, Sky Moore, also at the podium. He was talking about how he's getting more comfortable in this Chiefs offense and as his role starts to expand within the offense. 30 times more comfortable. You know, just, just knowing, like, having an idea of the whole playbook, being going through it one year before, and, you know, just understanding the culture that, you know, that the Chiefs have in Kansas City. Now, it's no secret the wide receiver room is tightly contested. There's only so many spots, and they've got a lot of wide receivers on this 90-man roster right now. Sky Moore kind of goes into the competition that they've got, but also the camaraderie that they're building in that wide receiver room. I was just telling, I was just telling Mir uh, earlier today, like, I love Richie. Richie. Richie's my favorite receiver right now. So... But I feel like we got a lot of great guys in the room. It's 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 super competitive in the room, but at the same time, like we we got a we got a good bond. So all the guys eat lunch together. You know, we we laugh, we joke, but we also work, and and we know that it's a, a competitive room for sure. What makes Rich your favorite? You kind of smile. I like I like how he moves. Like he does the stuff that I, he I think I'm doing what he's doing, but he kind of does it a little a little different. Now let's wrap up with a quote from Travis Kelsey, one of my favorites of the day, talking about the offense that Andy Reid has in place and kind of the creativity that he allows his players to have. But uh, Travis Kelsey made sure that, hey, a lot of me being open, that's not me just improvising. That's Big Red. I'm trying my hardest to, to, to just run this thing like Coach Reid dials it up, man. Um, and that's where, and that, you know, you want to get creative, but at the, at the right time, at the right moment, that, that creativity will, will kind of play itself out. You know, Coach Reed does a great job of, you know, putting a lot of work into making these plays make sense for the quarterbacks. So you don't want to get off script too much. And um, as much as everybody thinks I'm getting off script all the time and just getting wide open, for the majority of the part, I'm just running what's called. And Coach Reed's getting me open in terms of play call and dialing that thing up against the right defense. So, um, yeah, all that creative stuff is fun. But um, for the most part, I would say about 99% of the time, I'm doing what Coach Reed wants me to do. All right, now let's fast forward ahead to Wednesday's pressers where we got to hear from Chiefs offensive coordinator Matt Nagy, Richie James, Creed Humphrey, 
and George Karloff. It's always a good time when those guys all step to the podium. It was great to hear from Matt Nagy again after being promoted to that offensive coordinator position. And uh, let's wrap up with these. Let's go ahead and start with Matt Nagy and the kind of the creativity in the Chiefs offense. He was asked about it. Travis Kelsey was asked about it too. Uh, but Matt Nagy was asked about his role in in the in the Chiefs' creativity. He kind of was, uh, I'm sure, a bit humble about it. But here's what he had to say about how he contributes to all this creativity for the Chiefs' offense. I have a little, uh, but it goes it goes to uh, to two people, Coach Reed and Patrick. And Kelsey's got a little sprinkle too when he wants to. If Coach decides that he wants to listen to him, but we have a good time. I mean, a lot of this stuff, um, there's so many plays in this playbook, and we like to be able to keep the fun in practice with the players, keep the fun in the games, as long as they know how to, you know, uh, if you have somebody do something they're not necessarily always used to doing, um, do it the right way. And I think that's the beauty of Coach Reed in this offense. A popular guy at camp so far has been Richie James. As I mentioned, he's at the podium, but here's what Matt Nagy had to say about James and how he's kind of acclimated into this offense. Richie, doing well. I mean, you can tell he's been in other offenses. You can tell he's been in this league. I think he's 27. He's been around a little bit. Um, some of these wideouts, you know when they have a feel and they know the timing with the quarterback. They understand the defense. They know when to speed up their route. They know when to slow down their route. They know how to play in zone. He's got that. You also have to have that confidence, and uh, I'm excited to see what he does this this, uh, this preseason. Now, there are a little bit of similarities with Richie James coming from New York and Mike Kafka run offense. He now comes to Kansas City. Mike Kafka, obviously, uh, a part of that Andy Reid coaching tree, was a quarterback's coach here uh, for a little bit before Matt Nagy came. But he was asked kind of how he's feeling in this offense as, the, as kind of tramp- camp is evolving along and, and how kind of the, the overlap is with the offense with Mike Kafka. Andy Reid, and it might be a little bit less than you think. Here's what he had to say. I'm pretty comfortable. Um, not been in the league for a, a while now, so I got a chance to play in different offenses. So some of the things similar, some things not. But, uh, you know, you, can, you hear ter- certain terminology. Um, but I'm starting to get more comfortable as, as we go along in camp. It's like 10%, to be honest with you. I mean, so much going on in this offense, so many moving pieces. Um, but it's like very little, very little. Let's stick with the wide receiver room. Matt Nagy was kind of asking about that wide receiver competition and, and he, Justin Ross, too, as a whole, because he's getting a whole lot of buzz out of training camp. He's been out of really good camp and very impressed with him. Uh, Matt Nagy kind of explains what he likes so much about this wide receiver competition and what to look for come week one of that preseason. Well, I think um, it's going to be fun this uh, preseason to see the amount of players and competition that we have in that room. They're all, they come in different sizes, um, and, and he's one that's a bigger wide receiver, but when you watch him, he, he really excels at route running. So last year, it was almost kind of treated like a redshirt year for him, and I, you know, mentally being in the meetings, now physically coming back out here and doing what we said is learning his timing for Pat to understand how he runs routes and for him to understand how to run the routes. So it's, it's going to be immense growth for him in a good way. I relate it to Sky Moore. Scott, Sky Moore last year came in, man. He was just drinking out of a fire hydrant. There was a lot of stuff coming in at him, and you can't play fast when you're – it's hard to play fast as a rookie. Now you get a second year, um, and it's somewhat that way for, for Ross. Another wide receiver seemingly making highlights all over the field all the time. It seems like uh, Rasheed Rice is that guy who has got a lot of buzz as well, the second-round pick uh, out of SMU. He's put on a really good camp so far. Here's what Matt Nagy had to say about his performance as a rookie and kind of how he can develop as camp goes on. 
And then Rashi, everybody wants to know. We all want to know. I mean, uh, again, you look for for baby steps of growth learning this offense. You want to talk about drinking through a fire hydrant for Rashi coming in here. Um, he comes from a no huddle offense, but yet it's a little bit different with the tempo of here and now a huddle play, getting to the line of scrimmage, running your route, having conversions with it, and yet being on time, jogging back and doing it again. Came in phenomenal shape here to, um, to to this training camp, and I think every day he's made, you know, incremental improvements. And again, it's exciting for us because the sky's the roof with his talent. Let's stick on the offensive side of the ball for one more quote. Creed Humphrey up at the podium. He was talking about the new members of the offensive line and how they've been able to mesh in with the attitude and the type of uh, type of mojo that they got going on in that Chiefs offensive line. You know they've been uh, they've been they've been great so far. You know they're the everybody's been really eager to learn. Everybody's been really eager to you know grow together, uh, build chemistry together. So it's been uh, it's been really good. You know uh, you know I say this all the time when you got five guys up front who have the same mindset and everything like that. You know it's it's going to lead to good results. And uh, you know I feel like they did a good job bringing in guys that have the same mindset as us. Hopping over to the defensive side of the ball, George Karloftis was at the podium. Always a fun time. Uh, hearing from George, I like his just attitude, his demeanor. It always seems like he's happy to be there. But he was asked about Chris Jones, feeling that Chris Jones void, especially on on the defensive line, a guy right there that's kind of in it. Uh, how Chris Jones not being there is kind of felt as an impact on this team. And he basically explains on how they're trying to fill that void of Chris. Just just as a group, you know, we had a, we've had a lot of guys that have played a lot of ball. You know, starting with Derek Nottie and Mike Dana. You know, I played some ball. Charles Menahue. You know, just. When you when you have a guy like that and he's not here right now, uh, you got to fill that, that that void as a collective. So that's kind of what we're doing. Jordan Loftus was putting in a lot of work this off season as well. One guy particularly he was working a lot with was uh, Chiefs great Tom Bahali. You got to see a lot of cool videos of him. I think he's doing jujitsu, doing all kinds of pass rush stuff. So they're doing all kinds of different combined workouts to really help on his uh, pass rushing ability. Very excited to see kind of how that develops and how that matures through this. But here's what uh, George had to say about his time with Tomba and how Tomba has kind of helped and mentored him along. Uh, Mamma mia. I mean, (laughs) Tomba taught me a lot. You know, he, uh, you know, from a mental perspective, physical perspective, pass rushing, run stopping, the the mentality, uh, just a lot, man. I'm, I'm grateful for him. He's been a great friend, a great mentor, and, you know, I'm always looking forward to working with him. James was coming off a pretty solid second half of the season. You know, after that bye week, he recorded five and a half sacks uh, in the regular season, added a sack in the postseason as well. He talked about what he kind of attributed to his success in the second half and kind of things slowing down for him a bit. So here's what he had to say about how he can kind of continue that momentum into this year. Yeah, you know, I think after a bye week, you know, for me, uh, there's a point where you just kind of look yourself in the mirror and you start figuring stuff out. You take you take a step back, you focus, you talk to people, you have epiphanies or eurekas or whatever, and uh, you figure it out. Uh, so that, that started happening. You just build on that. You know, feel feel a whole lot better, uh, both physically and mentally, being out here on year two. And I'm just super excited to hit, hit the ground running with these guys, man. All right, let's wrap up with one of my favorite quotes from the day. It comes from Creed Humphrey. He was asked about getting the pads on, putting the pads on, as they do have a day off tomorrow, the Chiefs do. Uh, but on Friday, they come back, they put the pads on, they get to hit for the first time. So here's what Creed had to say about putting the pads on and then kind of coming back on day two with the pads back on because it's something that NFL teams don't do in the regular season, don't have back-to-back padded practices. Then he was asked by Day Taylor who would be the most excited that the pads are coming on. I think you'll love his answer. 
That's the that's the beautiful part about camp is uh, you know it's uh, it, it builds mental toughness. So uh, you know it's something that you fight through uh, on those days that you don't want to go, but uh, it makes you a better player for it. Uh, you know I think everybody's really excited to get the pads on. It's a uh, it's a lot more fun a lot more fun playing football with pads for sure. Uh, so uh, you know I think everybody's really excited for Friday. Who was, who was the most excited last year on the first day of pads? Trey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to hit people when he has pads on. All right, that's going to do it for today's KCS and update. Really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, downloading the podcast, and would really appreciate it if you guys give us a five-star rating and review. Those really do help us out here at KC Sports Network. Uh, very excited what's to come for the season. A lot of things to announce, as BJ Kissel talked about yesterday. Uh, but also, if you want a chance to win a signed Travis Kelsey full-size helmet, go hit that link in the description, buy raffle tickets. to uh, it's, All proceeds go to benefit our foundation and the five programs that we do. You can go over to our YouTube page uh, to watch the video about how uh, we, we, we try to impact the community and, and the ways we've impacted the community already in a short time. So uh, very proud of what we do there with the uh, with the foundation. So uh, if you are so inclined to give and you would like to win one of the uh, five prizes that we have, you don't have to be at the golf tournament uh, where we're doing the raffle, where we're giving that stuff away. You don't have to be present to win. So if you just want to support and have an opportunity to win some pretty cool stuff, there's a lot of a lot of other things you can get in the raffle as well. Go click that link in the description. We really appreciate you guys helping us be able to help other people. So that's uh, it's a very cool thing we've been able to do at KC Sports Network, and we really appreciate everyone who has been involved uh, from the day ones to if this is your first podcast. doesn't matter. We love you all the same. So thank you guys for listening. Try to make it through this, uh, this day off without Chiefs training camp. It'll be okay. Football will be back on Friday. The pads will come on. We'll hear some, we'll probably see some one-on-ones. That always gets my juices going. But make sure you're following us at KC Sports Network on Twitter if that's uh, your style. If you want to see all those uh, live tweets, the live highlights, the live news coming in from training camp, we've got you covered at KC Sports Network, whether it's on the Twitter side where we're giving you those in the moment. After the fact, I'm giving you some YouTube breakdowns. I got a the YouTube shorts with the best highlights of the day. I break down some of the highlights too and give you the best highlights on the KCS and update videos for our YouTube channel. So make sure you go check those out as well. We uh, really appreciate you guys sticking with us here and listening all the way to the end of the podcast. As always, I will talk to you guys probably sometime soon. I wanted to say next week, but I figured, you know what? I don't want to sell myself too short. I'll be back soon and hope you are with me when I am back. So until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.